3, 2, 1. Hello, this is Pedro Hippolito and... And Hi, it's Mohamed Bana. And Mohamed Bana in the Good Hope podcast. This is the second episode. Welcome, everyone. So, okay, Bana, what are we talking about today? What is the topic? Is there any topic? Yeah, I think <laughs> last week I introduced myself quite in depth. And uh -huh. I was thinking that this conversation can be about what gave you the idea of starting 5,000 miles? What was the vision? There was obviously a day that it first came upon you. Mm -hmm. uh, I know your background was from Sibs International and you were the CEO there. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can uh, enlighten me more about what were you doing at Sibs and where the ideas sparked about. And, and then as we go into the other episodes, we can go more into global business and get to current day events like what's happening in USA and China. But I would really like to know where did the vision come for 5,000 miles? Okay, so, so uh, basically I had a successful professional career um because uh before sips uh, well I, i've done my mba all my education was completed i had work in uh launching a telecommunications company vodafone portugal um after that i did my mba from there i was hired by mckinsey and company i was a consultant at mckinsey associate consultant at mckinsey for four years and um well, after that, I was invited by one of my clients, managed Sibs International, that is, Sibs is the Portuguese payment system company, uh, manages all payments in Portugal, ATMs, POSs, all of that. And we launched, I had a proposal to join the PayPal Europe board okay. uh, as a board member in charge with, of strategy strategy for Europe and I was planning to leave and then these guys in SIBS asked me okay what is it important for you in PayPal that you don't have here so at the time I clarified that important for me was well to have an international career I, I didn't want to be just in Portugal um, and I didn't believe it was possible to do it because at the time I was head of strategy of SIBS. It was possible to do it in a, in a company in all turnovers in Portugal suddenly have some international activity. So I wanted to, to be in a dedicated company focused on international markets. And third condition, I said, uh, well, I want to pick 10 people from the SIBS group and migrate it to a new company that uh, will address uh, international markets. So from there, they said yes, and I started from scratch SIBS International. And okay. uh, we entered many countries in Africa, Angola, Mozambique, Nigeria, Algeria, and then on Eastern Europe, Poland, Romania, Bulgaria, Greece, uh, I think that's it, Hungary also. Um, and, and, you know, I, I did that for five years. And after five years, I knew uh, that company could be, become huge. That company could become huge, Sibs Internet, because we were growing so fast. We were entering new markets. We were expanding. But I didn't saw in the shareholder structure the will to do that. They were thinking, you know, a bit small, a bit too cautious. Uh, it's not a bit too cautious because I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying that their DNA, their personality fits well a large Portuguese company, but not a multinational. Yeah. 
And so that created some discomfort with me because I was seeing every day that we are wasting uh, a big opportunity, uh, wasting a big right. opportunity, wasting a big opportunity. So, you know, that created, you know, uh, my, um, I knew I could build a multinational company. So I decided, okay, you know, um, either I buy this one and I had yeah. a few, uh, some initiatives to try to buy Sibs International okay. together with some uh, international funds or we launch uh, a new one to do my vision, to pursue my vision, but with control and autonomy. And so um, when I realized, because, you know, at SIBS we had banks as shareholders and the biggest bank okay. in Portugal collapsed exactly at that time. The biggest oh. bank and also the most powerful uh, family in Portugal. Uh, conglomerates. Was this, which year was this? This was um, 2015, 2014, 2015. Oh, okay. So after the 2008 financial progress. Yeah, yeah. but started there. So they, they didn't... Uh, for multiple reasons, this family, the, the family of these business of these guys, when we had the revolution in Portugal, was already very powerful. Oh, so in in seventy four, this is very old money, is old mm. money family, and in seventy four is the Espírito Santo family. They were very powerful in Portugal, but because we had a communist uh, revolution, mm -hmm. all mm. their assets in Portugal, including the bank, was nationalized. So okay. this is important because in 2008, when the uh, global financial crisis started, mm. most banks got uh, help from government, from the state. Yes. And this bank uh, always refused that help a bit because of... Uh, Independence. Uh, yeah, yeah, a bit traumatized for their history. And also, now we know, because they had, they had uh, some uh, shady deals, okay. some illegal uh, well, activities, and they didn't want to be audited by the government. So uh, yeah. for some reason, they, 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 they rejected any kind of, of, of support mm. from the government. And then a few years later, 2014, they, they collapsed. Right, and right. so that created, because it was one of the big shareholders in SIPS, created even more instability in the company. So I decided, you know, I'm tired of this. Um, you know, it's a big risk because at the time I had a fantastic salary, uh, absolute security, uh, one of the most well-known companies in Portugal. I was the CEO of SIBS International, very highly respected, married, two yeah. kids. Uh, yeah. And, you know, when, when, when you have a very good salary, it doesn't mean you are rich, yeah, because you, yeah. you don't have assets. You just, you just have good cash inflow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I decided, you know, my freedom, my happiness is more important than this. So I talked with my wife and said, you know, I'm about to take a mega risk, a mega yeah. risk, then literally can, can, we can become homeless. The yeah. family, our kids can, can really end up with no house, with no food, yes. with no school, with anything, because I'm about to take a mega yeah. risk to launch a startup and giving right. up. And for 30 months, I was no salary. <laughs> yeah. For 30 months, two years yeah. and a half, zero revenue. Amazing, amazing. Yes. Yeah. 
So very, very big risk. What, wait, what, what date did you start? Is it five years exactly now? Yeah, we started uh, 1st January 2016. That's January 2016. Yes. Yes. Okay. Before before we move into this part of the uh, where we were, just going back to SIBS International for my better understanding, uh, and SIBS itself, when you started, what, what exactly was the product that they were taking into Africa or to all these international countries? Was it just payments? Was it software at that time? It's software. It's uh, software for payments. So, for example, we go to uh, Nigeria, and we deploy the software that enables them to drive, for example, POS uh, okay. devices so that cards can work. And, or, and monitoring software so that you can analyze transaction flow and really control quality and all of that. So when you took these 10 staff, did you take 10 and started Subs International and you were the CEO? Yes. Uh, did, it grow, did it grow to how many staff or did it was... The in the end, yes, I think I don't remember exactly because I have a very selective memory. And when I yeah. change chapter, you know, I don't care yeah, anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah. we had around maybe 80, around that number in, in oh, five so years. Was, yeah. yeah and, and you said the business grew to many countries. And actually, where, my, where I'm heading with this is your ambition to scale, your ambition to scale mm -hmm. and your ambition uh, while you were in the first part of subs before you went into subs international i think the ambition to scale again and to go international i see that following through in 5000 miles now again the ambition to scale global yes. and uh explain to me that ambition of being a global uh you know company or entrepreneur or something more than anything else i think i'm a builder what okay. i do well is to build new real new realities so yeah. uh I'm 100% confident that if anyone comes to me and say, I have this good idea, I can bring capital, I need you to build a team to turn this into reality, I can do it. All right. I understand. can now, I know 100% certainty if I decide, okay, I'm going to launch 5,000 miles Russia three months from now, it's going to be a success. Right. If I put my own time, if I dedicate my own personal time, yeah. I can turn zero into something. There is a right. very good, there is a very good management book that I recommend to anyone that is that is uh, listening. That is Peter Thiel, Peter Thiel's Zero to One. Let me pick it up to show it here on camera. Okay. Yeah, One second. Sure. I'll wait for you. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> so Zero to One, the book that was recommended by Pedro. And uh, I find it <laughs> Interesting that uh, even though he had a good position at SIBS and started SIBS International, uh, still was restless, very restless. And uh, I think it's a good word to be restless and, and have this ambition to grow. The point is that imagine, imagine a, a painter. Imagine, imagine mm. uh, yeah, a painter. That guy, he doesn't, you know, he's not painting because he's obsessed about selling the painting, the, 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 the work of art. It's yeah. the creation. It's the creation. Then he can sell the, 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 the work of art for $10 million. Yeah. But the reason why. Is it not satisfaction also? If he doesn't do it, it becomes crazy. If he, does, if he doesn't do it, it becomes absolutely crazy. It's not because of painting is a business or others uh, 
push him to paint is, is really because he has to create. He has a vision, he has to create. Mm, yeah? mm, mm, mm. Uh, and and uh, I, I think entrepreneurship and true entrepreneurs are in a way similar uh, to artists because it's, mm. it's the creation. It's, it's building something out of nothing. The book is this one, Peter okay. Thiel. Peter Thiel is the founder of PayPal together with Elon Musk. And then with the money he took out, he invested in many companies, including Tesla and Facebook. He's one of the biggest investors in, in uh, Silicon okay. Valley. And he wrote this book. It's a very short book. Yeah. It's called Zero to One. And what he says is all value, almost all value is created from zero to one. From one to 10 million is yeah. just management pushing it forward. Yeah. But what requires massive energy is to, out of nothing, to have something. Yeah, I, I agree with this. And uh, I'll give you an example from zero to one, which uh, dawned upon me. In the last few years, the FDA, which uh, in, is in America and approves drugs, okay, they approved the first uh, cannabis, uh, what you say, uh, was it cannabis FDA approved? Mm -hmm. yes. and, I, and I thought to myself, I mean, for the history, we're living in 2020, there's never been another CBD. Sorry, CBD was the product, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. So not THC, which gets you high, the yes. CBD, which yes. has medical qualities. In tw tw 2020 years, there was no product ever approved by the FDA. Now they've approved one. So from zero to one, I can only imagine what's going to happen going forward. That's it. Is that sparkle that ignites the fire? Is the Mark yeah. Zuckerberg deciding I'm doing a website? That is the zero to one and maybe, you know, having a proof of concept and people joining because then money can pour in and they can hire more teams, more managers, but it's the foundation that creates, that changes everything. So how, how long did the idea of 5,000 miles play in your head? Was it a one-month idea? Was it a one-year no, idea? Was it maybe, uh, maybe six months, something like that. When I six got months. it, when I got it, I, uh, I knew. When I got it, yeah. I knew this this can work. I had never had a doubt because you know I love my kids, so I would never do something if I believed that the risk yeah. of failure was high. I didn't know exactly how to do it. I didn't know exactly uh, how it would evolve, but I never had a doubt that I would be able to build something, to do this zero to one, to, 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 from scratch to have something that would work. So for, um, for our viewers or listeners in South Africa, and many people are in a job currently working for companies, and they might also have this ambition or maybe ideas have been playing in their head for two, three, four years, you know? And a lot of people, especially being connected on the internet, come across ideas and visions. What was one of the, maybe we can say advices or steps that you did? Did you go and buy books on startups? Did you start reading? Did you start uh, just putting pen to paper? Did you sit at night envisaging, okay, where's my starting point? Did you do research? Well, what what can you tell tell the listeners? I think there are two things that are extremely important. The first one is to have a clear vision. No, so I, I don't think it's needed to consume content content by other people, uh, but it's is important to have uh, confidence on your own vision. It's important to to say 
this will work. I know it is going to work. And this is defined by these constraints, these, these specs. Even if it's just, you know, 10 bullets on paper, this is the 10 characteristics that this company will have to have. The brand is this, the concept is this, the value is this, the values are this, uh, the kind of services, I don't think it's important on the starting point to have a full definition of what is the product, what is the service, but to have a notion of what is the area that you move, uh, operate in. Uh, this is one, this is critical, to have your own head organized. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you consume too many, too much content by others, you become something like the others. You start so, researching for two years and you don't even move off the starting line. No, Picasso, if he goes to copy other painters, he would be worthless. Yes. Uh, so he, he's better even that he doesn't see too many painter, paintings by other artists so that he has his own style. So this is one. And the second thing that I think is absolutely critical is to be good at recruiting. I think I'm very good at recruiting and, and, and building teams. So if I can, in, to this day, to this day, I have two main things on my mind is, what is the model? In, in broad okay. strokes, I don't need to know uh, all the details. I, I, uh, to be open, maybe you know i delegate too much but i don't care about too much details but in broad strokes i have clear ideas about what is the painting that i'm doing and yeah. second um attracting recruiting very high performance teams and keep them motivated right right would you refer it to a captain of a ship or or uh, you know Conductor, no, no, the orchestra, it, no, 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 because a captain of a ship and the conductor of an orchestra is like a CEO, is executing the instructions that someone gave them. You know, for example, yeah. the the maestro in an orchestra is executing Mozart's instructions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is executing, you know, uh, the composer's uh, notes. Okay. Uh, the captain of a ship, he knows that he has to leave Cape Town and arrive in Lisbon. He can, you know, have some creativity along the way, but he's not going to New York. Right. Uh, this is uh, above that. This is, we don't even know if it's a ship or if it's a spaceship. What yeah, are we talking right. about? Is, is mm. you know, is before that. Is yeah. The model must be uh, the idea of transportation. You know, mm -hmm. the idea of transportation. Then we can decide if it's an airplane, an helicopter, so, a ship, or a motorcycle, or a bicycle. Yeah. I, I, I must say for someone that I've known now for more than two years, you, you're very open always to maybe uh, f uh, new ideas. And there's a yes. thing I read about recently, which is first principles thinking. You know, when a lot of people maybe going into their 50s, 60s, they feel they know it all. And I admire this about you with your team that you're always open to say, okay, what is it? Let, let, if there's something new, like we spoke about cryptocurrencies the other days or Bitcoin. Yes. Okay, I, I, I let, I don't, first principles thinking means in layman's terms that you admit, okay, act like you know nothing and start learning from the ground up and then come back to have the conversation. And I think that's, very admirable about you in a lot of aspects in the business uh, where you're, you're open to listening to the team and say, okay, suggest something and you're taking suggestions and 
the, the team builds up very well that way. Yeah, but this happens, it's true, but this happens because it's, it's the team. If someone out, you know, let's You've selected say, the right people. That's yeah. Why. Let's say I go out for have dinner to have dinner, and someone invites a friend, and this friend starts telling me things about this and that. You know, it doesn't have the same impact that if you tell me the same exactly the same words, because you know we decided to do this together. Mm -hmm. It's really a team. You know, and for me, someone of the team is not the same as someone that is not on the team. Anyone can join if you accept them. Anyone can apply. Anyone can approach us. But this is a group. This is a group. And I know the people I have chosen to be with. The same way that my wife is not the same as another woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's my wife. It was chosen. The commitment, the commitment is exactly. So when, when you tell me something that I don't know, I listen because it's you that is telling me. You are my partner. It's not just, you know, bullshit. You are yeah. really my partner and I will listen to your ideas in, with more attention and, and I will follow up and I will try to mm. understand what you are trying to say. The same as if Manenu tells me or Javokir tells me something or one of the other shareholders. I will, because we chose... That when we when we shake hands is really a commitment of doing something together. That that's that's very important in this day and age. And a handshake is uh, worth more than anything. And I think people need to remember the value of a handshake nowadays. Yes. To be a man of your word is very uh, scarce nowadays. You know. Yes. Yes. I always and, fulfill uh, anything that I promise anything no risk of any n never anyone is going to say you tell me this and it was not true no I, i've got an uncle who who carried on telling me as i was growing up he, he told me you know uh one second of 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 breaking your promise it's a lifetime of regret and, yes. and you can never build your reputation again yes so, and if you know that you cannot do anything alone because mm. it's arrogance if you know that you can't do things alone you know then that you need other people because everything we don't have is other people that have it yes well anything that we don't have and that exists it's owned by other people so we need to be able to connect with a selected group of people i have no ambition of being like a politician that connects with everyone i think the the mind of a businessman of an entrepreneur is more selective than that Uh, but for me, a team is a team. And, and one of the things that I tell to our team a lot of times is, please, think. Don't just execute. Don't just execute. Think. Bring new ideas. Bring suggestions. Let's brainstorm. We have one, one, one committee here in the company that is the quality committee. And in this quality committee, it's forbidden to talk about anything financial, anything about sales, anything that is on our own interest we can only talk about things that are good for clients good for partners good for others we call it the the quality committee and we meet once per week a small group of people and we exchange uh, ideas about uh, what can we do how we and you know it's only people that 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 bring ideas not not you know yeah. because execution is we have all the rest of the week to execute something is the ideas right. that change everything 
improvements and better quality. Yeah. Yeah. Then tell me, was there a fear? And and this I'm asking this question because our listeners out there will have this. I, I know a lot of people that I come across have this fear that to execute an idea, uh, to raise capital or to get capital. I'm talking even in South Africa or someone in Mozambique or Nigeria. How how hard is it, or in your opinion, what advice would you give to, to the listeners about once they have an idea to move forward in something uh, on raising capital? Because I think that's a big 50% of the headache or the constraint holding people back is where are they going to get the money to start? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think the, 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 to, to be able to raise capital, the important thing is to have a good reputation. Mm-hmm. Okay, when, when, when I started 5,000 miles, uh, uh, I had an argument. Uh, I, I found a partner in a Mauritius fund, mm-hmm. uh, financial fund, financial fund in, in the Mauritius that uh, supported me doing this. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start, and I decided that with financial backing, with seed capital or not, I'm doing it anyhow. Right. And I think people don't understand the importance of sacrifice. Religions talk a lot about sacrifices. Hmm. And people in modern times sometimes lost the perception of how important is a sacrifice. And say, okay, but how, why did you have this Mauritius fund supporting you? Uh, is it because you were from McKinsey? There's nothing to do with that. It's because I say I'm going to quit a CEO job of a, of a relevant company to do this. No safety net. People listen. And if you talk with someone and say, you know what, I'm launching this, but I have three other businesses in parallel. And on top of that, I have 10 hobbies and I'm not giving up anything. And I'm, I'm putting 2% of my net worth into this. Nobody cares. Why Bill Gates quits Harvard? Why right. uh, Mark Zuckerberg quits Harvard? It's the sacrifice. Why did um, Bezos, that was uh, working for a relevant financial firm in the United States, quit yes, the firm yes. to launch a bookstore? Because yes. that signals to other people that is not a joke. It's not a joke. Commitment. Yeah, 110%, my, the guys yeah. that, that I had nothing. I had literally nothing except my reputation and my sacrifice. When I talk with these guys, they say, okay, but you are, you know, you understand what happens if it fails. You know, you end up with zero. Mm. Yeah, I understand, but I'm willing to do. People say, okay, I'm listening. This guy can be crazy, but but he believes. (laughs) He can be crazy, but he believes. So the power of sacrifice is critical to be able to find good partners, to raise capital. Mm. Because, you know, you have to demonstrate that you believe. Someone that mm. doesn't believe, it's so obvious because he's not involved. He's not involved. Not committed. Yeah. I think, your, so one is putting your time into, into something, putting your heart into it and putting, you know, everything, committing 100%. Yes. Your, whole, your heart, your mind. Massive risk. So, you know, you know, I, I, I tell people also that work under me that we, when you're committed to something, when you're driving, you think about it. When you're at home at night, 
it's still on your mind. That's yes. how you know you're committed. It's not when you're leaving work at five o'clock, you forget, your mind switches off from your, your work. Uh, having a great team is the people that are committed 100%. Even if they're sitting in the toilet, ideas come. I mean, it happens to all of us. Let's, let's say we walk we in the airport and your mind's thinking on some business and ideas can come to you at any time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, while you're doing anything. And that's the difference, I think, where your mind is continuously, continuously in tune. Your frequency is in tune yes. of improving and looking for opportunities uh, on your business and your passion, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think this, this is the key for, uh, for raising capital is to, to, to have this, to show that you believe. It's not, you're not asking for others to do it. I think this is also important for an investor. You are not telling them, let's do it together, but what you're really saying is, you do it. You understand? Uh, the guys that joined me when we had just a piece of paper with an idea was really one page. Uh, they knew that I was saying I'm going to do it myself one way or the yeah. other and if I don't do you know my, my life is, is, is totally destroyed there's mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. salvation there's no there's no safety net there's no plan B there's no you know it's, it's, it's over <laughs> so they knew that when somebody does this we talked about a bit of this uh, last, last episode when, they, when you burn the boats or, for example, your grandfather with 13 years old, when he lands in, 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 in South Africa, no one thinks he's joking. <laughs> no. no one thinks he's joking because yeah, yeah, he's course. 100%. A ticket. There was no return ticket to he, India. Yeah, <laughs> he, he cannot say, you know what, it didn't work. Let's try something else. There's no something else. He dies. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And, and, and right now, let's... Let's move on to 2020, where we are with this pandemic and the world's become so global. You see what's happening in, uh, I've been reading that China now is not so committed on business from USA, uh, you know, and there's turmoil in the USA at the moment with uh, their deficits. Where, where do you see the next five years opportunity? Uh, I know we did speak previously privately about uh, both of us thought Nigeria uh, and still feel Nigeria has huge opportunity. Africa's an untapped market. Uh, I, I also am a firm believer of scale for the last four or five years. I've been chasing this one word. It's like, you know, if you have a vision and you have a word and, uh, you know, social media, the internet has brought scale to everything. So be it Facebook, uh, any, any medium grew with the internet. Uh, how, how do you see the next five years playing out with the word scale in mind? For 5,000 miles. 5,000 miles and businesses in general going global. Um, that's why I mentioned China, USA, Africa. Where's, where do you feel the next five years scale opportunity would be? Well, I think, I think uh, globalization is an unstoppable force. This is one of the basic concepts behind our company, 5,000 Miles, is this belief. And I believe that you know, globalization is unstoppable. Uh, we have to understand that you know, even us, maybe 15 years ago, we didn't have uh, WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so if course. I texted you, there, there's no guarantee that you will receive the text message. Uh, so now uh, we have ways of communication that are completely different. Uh, and even more, people sometimes we just focus on the internet, communication, uh, tools, digital. 
but let's be clear in, in 1950 if your father decided to go to london he would go by ship <laughs> yeah, yeah my my parents went to mozambique i was born in mozambique my parents went to mozambique by boat yeah, yeah? Right. it was yeah. a very long trip the first uh we in portugal we have this airline this tap the first yes, flight yes. of tap to the colonies angola and mozambique took yeah. i think 14 days by f by oh. airplane to reach portugal oh, portugal to mozambique because he had to stop so many times yes, in yes, yes. 1946 i think i think it was 1946 wow yeah so it's you, you see it's so recent all of this we are talking about our parents lifetime not our great grandparents it's not something yeah. from medieval You're talking one generation behind. one generation right. ago no internet yes. no phones and international travel is by boat so for 1940 years people still reached that that two-month journey or 14-day journey just to uh, cover that distance yeah, yeah. We, and, and and so international commerce was extremely tough and almost impossible in fact anything international these days, you know, I'm talking with you 5,000 miles away, and it's exactly like we are face-to-face, -face, you know, perfect internet, yeah. perfect Like you across image. the desk from me, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is something that is maybe 10 years old. The tools, the complete set of tools, including transportation and digital, to have the full set is maybe 10 years old. And so we'll end, and 5,000 miles is five years old. So, which means that we launched the company in the first five years of of of, of this revolution. Yeah. What, what is the WhatsApp Foundation date? Let me search here online to see if I find it quickly, because because it's basically the last piece. WhatsApp Foundation date. Let's see to see how old it is. Two thousand and nine. You see, it's 10 years old. It's 10 years old. And from 2009, maybe until 2014, 2015, mm. it existed, it but it was, yeah, it was a startup. It's a startup, yeah. So it's, yeah, in yeah. fact, it's truly five years old as a global relevant yeah. tool. Mm. And so we, it's basically the same as 5,000 miles. So we launched yeah. the company when the full set of tools became... Uh, available. available that's it yeah. and, and and it's very interesting about this topic also there is a, a nice book to read that is uh, phil knight's uh, shoe dog this is the biography of the founder of nike shoe dog oh yes i've, I've seen that yeah, yeah this book is very interesting about exactly this topic because uh when he launched nike uh mm. the the companies that existed was the number one was adidas was the german yes. company yes. massive yes. company yeah. and puma. and um, i think it was puma no and uh, puma puma was launched i think later by the brother of the adidas founder okay uh, so it's like a dispute between brothers but yes. it's also yes. german I read that book. Yeah. yes and so uh in, in 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 the united states there was not a native uh sports shoes company and when this guy decided phil knight to to start doing it mm. he would go to japan to order the to order the the shoes and it was exactly like i'm saying he would carry cash on his pocket because no international wires will carry cash will take weeks to reach from United States to mm. Japan, arrive there, no one speaks English, very tough communication. Then he drops the dollar bills, comes back with a letter saying, we promise to ship these shoes, 
and for three months he has no contact with them because there's no email, oh there's no yeah. WhatsApp, there's no phones, there's no nothing. And so he had to trust his money is over and now yeah. maybe one day you know, a container arrives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you see how different you, you, it is from today. I, I think you're absolutely right that we're taking for granted or we don't think when I say maybe we're not just taking for granted. We don't sit back and realize how fortunate we are that we can just pick up our mobile phones, uh, see the person directly on our screen and have a full on conversation for one hour and discuss. And we can send photos, files, everything yes. instantly. I mean, we sending emails from the WhatsApp now and, and everything. So uh, yeah, it was a game changer and our grandparents weren't so fortunate or our parents didn't have all this technology, but yet they obviously uh, did business and commerce at that time. So maybe well, the next five years are going to be another game changer, you know, yeah. just, just Just an idea about this that before we move into the next five years, because I think this changes also uh, the social game. Because at the time of our parents, uh, our social game would be to be relevant in the community that is geographically close to us. So, yes. because you could not connect with someone in, in another country easily and every yeah, day, and, and much, day, much less every day. Yeah, we had pen pals, write letters to people. Yeah, but that countries. would be, you know, in terms of scale zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that would force the generation of our parents to be seductive to their own community because they would, you would need to be influential in those that are around you and have a capacity to seduct those that are around you. All right. Now, the paradigm, in my opinion, changes and is not so much about seduction, but is about connecting with mm. those that naturally are compatible with you independently or where they are. I know there are in Russia a guy that could be together with us in this podcast exchanging ideas on the same frequency and we yes. don't need to seduce him because if he by chance finds the podcast we'll say wow these guys like-minded people yeah exactly and and so the game moves from seduction of those that are close to connection to those that are already compatible mm -hmm. i i'm with you because i i'm I'm one of those people that connected so quickly and exactly. easily to you because yeah. uh, the the word scale again. You you had that vision of scaling. I had that ambition of scaling. Uh, you know, I was looking at Nigeria also and other countries. And I know this is the the thing is we have these mobile phones, these technologies, and instead of just watching soccer and following celebrities, and you know, we can use these tools to build a global business. Mm -hmm. much more efficiently than what they could 20 years ago. Yes. Right. And, you, you know, just just rewinding maybe 20 minutes, you know, when you spoke about a team, it just came back to me. Under Bill Gates, when he was building Microsoft, mm -hmm. he also had yeah. 11 top people, which, which was his main team. And uh, when I was in Seattle in 2001, I actually met one of the guys. Uh, and, okay. and when I got introduced to him, the youngster introduced me to him and said, under Bill Gates, there's 11 people and this is one of the 11 guys. And I actually then got a tour of Microsoft uh, in Seattle to the campus. 
And it was quite amazing. And, and, and you know, it stuck with me just that, hey, under Microsoft, under Bill Gates, you get this 11 team players that support him. Mm. Uh, no one really sees that. No one, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. no one sees that, but that's just came back to me but 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 if you but if you see you know in all successful projects entrepreneurial projects is almost always a partnership mm. because you see mcdonald's what those two two brothers that had a restaurant but then mm. roy Kroc joins yes. and, and blows it up was yes. steve jobs and wozniak together yes was bill gates and steve balmer together was you know there is there is there is always because one person is not enough to cover the full spectrum of responsibilities we need mm. this initial one to ten one to ten that's you know are that are capable to push it forward you know when you do uh, online in fact it's two assessment. to ten two to ten because one is not enough <laughs> yeah, two to ten. Uh, so, so when I did an online assessment uh, just before I did a directorship course, so I did a course that trains you to sit on boards of companies. So they make you do a questionnaire, uh, online assessment, and it gives you your personality. And mm. and the point of that is that they try to tell you if you get eight board directors, each one should bring something new to the table. If you've got three people bringing the same skill to the table. You're weakening the team up. Yes. So yes. Uh, there again, they're saying bring eight different personalities with eight different strengths. You don't want f- four creative people on a board. You'd rather have one creative, one, a, a different action, a different strength. 100%. Yeah. And what's your, let, let's talk about uh, the future. The next, f- yeah, the next five years, not just 5,000 miles. Let's not make this about 5,000 miles. Let's just talk about the world, the way things are changing. The, uh, you know, Amazon shares are flying high. Tesla's flying high. Uh, you know, Tesla now has been recognized not just as an automotive uh, player, but an energy company, yes. actually. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I find that very interesting because uh, even on RT channel a few years ago, I read, some, I mean, I heard, uh, you know, the fight will come for fresh water. And uh, now, you know, Tesla being an energy company, there's talk that, you know, uh, China is also trying to uh, invest in energy because for China to be a big manufacturing uh, hub for the rest of the world and to stay that way, they always will need energy, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to know your thoughts on this. Well, you know, I I think technology is going to continue to change fast. I I I see... Uh, for example, you talk about Tesla. It's, it's just building a new infrastructure. You know, it, it's not in, it, the cars are branded Tesla, but really, what's happening is that it's components that have the value. In my opinion, it's mm. the batteries that have the value. It's you know uh, knowledge about autopilots that have the the value, because you know the in, in the industry of automobile industry globalization also happens and so I, I i would not be surprised to see toyotas equipped with uh tesla batteries and uh, yes, charging yes. on superchargers yeah so yes. I, I i think he needs the cars i need he needs the cars to have volume of production of the components this is my opinion yeah. and just to to, to push uh, maybe money into research and all that yeah uh, we saw we saw this in mobile phones right like where uh apple didn't make everything sometimes yes. com- they were using components from yes. maybe samsung yes. or buying yes. out yes. you know so 
Yeah, so I think a... this is part of this globalization that I was saying that is unstoppable, is going to continue to to intensify. You, you know, everything that is decentralized, everything that is distributed, networks, uh, exchange of information, of money, of, you know, faster, uh, easier, collaborations, uh, non-geographical restricted, uh, all of this... Uh, is, so is the future I, I, for I, the I, next five years. I was actually just searching because I just uh, came across this where Apple and Hyundai cars are doing a partnership, joint development in an electric car. Mm -hmm. So exactly what you're just talking about. Yes. Here's Hyundai partnering with Apple to make an electric car. Because the, the, the question here is that no one can compete with the world. So you need to, be, to bring on board the best components that exist to be strong. And uh, you see, big uh, Apple is buying screens from Samsung, the, the competitor. You know, mm -hmm. we don't need a stronger example than this. If they say Samsung is the best for for screens, you know, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy their screens. I don't care if they are competitors. I'm going to mm -hmm. buy the best screen I can find. Okay, but you are giving money to competitors. Well, if there is no, no better screen, this is going to be it. Mm. Because the alternative so, is to have worse screens than the competitor. Mm. I think even Amazon, when they came out with AWS, you know, the yeah. outsource server program, at first everyone was confused and didn't see the vision. But today, most of the big international companies uh, put their information on AWS. Yes. So uh, and that is a step. That is a step for having a blockchain storage that will have the same thing but distributed in Notes. hundreds of millions of computers around the world because yes. with the blockchain you don't need to have a centralized company providing storage it's also possible yes. that each of us says okay personal I'm computers yeah, yeah i'm giving 500 megabytes to the network you know and people just yes. store encrypted files on your computer and they are served in a blockchain that no one can change or delete um, yeah. I, 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 so I, 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 I even heard, a, I mean, I came across something, can't remember, where, but in the future, there'd, there'd be so much storage on phones that the blockchain would get yes. stored even on, on people's mobile phone. Yes. So yes. you wouldn't need, uh, you know, it's possible. Everything's because, possible. But basically, nowadays. any drive that you have that is not being used is wasted today. Yes. So imagine yes. you have a phone that has 500 megabytes, but you have photos and music of 200 megabytes. Okay, you can send 300 megabytes to be used by, by a blockchain distributed system. Yes. And companies will put data on your phone. I mean, you know, in the last two years, what fascinated me was, one was I saw Samsung came out where you can charge one phone by putting it next to another phone. Yes. Did you see you see yes, that, yes, right? Yes. And then obviously the foldable screen. As mm -hmm. much as I'm not a fan of it personally for my own use, mm -hmm. but this is amazing technology. I yeah. mean, five years ago you would have thought it's in a movie, you know? Yes. Uh, yes. It just fascinates me to put one phone with no wires onto another phone and you can transfer power. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. energy. It's amazing. I think the rate, the rate and the scale we are escalating at is just so phenomenal. Yes. You know, and, uh, you know, at Web Summit, when we came to Portugal and Lisbon, uh, there was a lot of VR, virtual reality, mm -hmm. and AI. And I think a lot of money uh, in the tech sector is getting pumped into this. And maybe in the future, these Zoom calls 
very, very soon, when I say future, not long, will be more virtual reality, very more vivid, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see something like that coming out, you know? Yeah, yeah. And artificial yeah. intelligence for sure is going to be a massive. Robotics, artificial intelligence, um, I, I, you know, uh, there's talk of a lot of jobs. So, like, if your kids now are coming out of school, there's some people that are, are talking against becoming a pharmacist or, a, or or certain careers because they feel that robotics will now, uh, you know, take up those positions. You yeah. know, maybe a day will come where you just have your script from your doctor. And the robot picks up the medication and drops it because yeah. your script's already been loaded. Maybe maybe you won't even need a script. You, your doctor enters on the phone, signs it, and you just pick it up from the pharmacy. But you won't need a physical person there anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that's quite interesting. How are we for time today? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no fixed format. I think we are now at um, almost an hour, you know, 50 minutes. Yeah. Something, something like that, something like that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is the second episode. You call it, we call it, uh, is finished. And we talk again next week. <laughs> Thanks. I enjoyed today's conversation. I think to, uh, next week we'd move on to some more interesting topics. And thanks for the background on where you were at Subs. And see you next week. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. And by the way, anyone that is listening, if you like it, if you heard it, Drop me or me or or, or, or Mohamed Bana, uh, you know, a message on LinkedIn or for me, the easiest way, send me a DM on Instagram is where I will find it faster. Find my name, right. Pedro Hippolyte, find it is a verified account. Send me a DM because I want to know if you find, is it boring? Yeah, we Tell want me some it's feedback. boring. You like it? Tell me you like it. You don't even have an opinion because you know it didn't connect. Just so you know, I, I saw your podcast. It's not for me, but I heard it mm. because on the beginning it's important to have some kind of of of, of feedback. Yeah, I think we need to, uh, you know, build onto the relevant topics that uh, that that we can have feedback from the listeners and then talk on topics that actually interest them. And as you said, they can message us on uh, LinkedIn or Instagram and we'll reach out to them. Fantastic. Bye. Thanks. See you next week, Pedro. <laughs> bye. <Keep> bye. <laughs>